Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of New Block Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, a.k.a. Prince, with the homie, Duran, a.k.a. Medic Grizz. How you doing today, bro? Doing great, bro. How you feeling today? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm excited about today's chapter. So, guys, um, if you guys haven't been following us, uh, we do this every week. We are doing our uh, Game of Thrones reread or walkthrough, if you will. It's a reread for me, walkthrough for, for Duran being the first time he's read it. So we are on Aria 2. Um, last week, we were with uh, Tyrion at the Wall. So we're back down in King's Landing. And this is the first time we've actually seen Arya since the whole debacle at the end at the crossroads with uh with lady and nymeria and joffrey so um deron i i really love this chapter i was reading this chapter yesterday preparing for today and i i love this chapter for so many reasons one aria is my one of my favorite characters um Mm -hmm. and i feel like it's chapters like this where you where you fall in love with ned's character Mm -hmm. um because he is very much looked at as like the protagonist early on yes. in the story. Um, and it's another one of those examples of, you know, Ned being the kind of father you you would hope for in a world like Westeros, right? I mean, like, there's not a lot of good ones out here in Westeros. And I, I we can we can safely say Ned is Ned is among the best fathers that we've ever seen in Westeros. Yeah, it's like so cool because like even when they mention everything and how like Arya's Arya is Ned Jr. I know she's a lady, but she's Ned Jr. And yeah. it mentions how like even a father, you can tell the father's moves change when he's arguing with the council and how like everybody's so used to him being late. And then how seeing how she just pays attention to every single detail that he does from mm-hmm. how she had like almost like a flashback memory of how he would sit down with every person of his crew and learn a story of them no matter if it's about horses it's about stuff that he don't really care about but get to know the men that you actually need to protect you it just was so cool for her to even like as a young lad to even recognize that and pay attention to that complete opposite of her sister it's like yeah like it's, it's moon and sun like that's literally what they are like it's totally different worlds yeah, it's it's um I'm I'm so glad you, you bring that up because like that is one of the things one of the reasons why why we love Ned, right, as like a fandom is because he is very much not that kind of he he's not the lord that's going to and they he says it here like in the in the chapter too, like he's not the lord that's gonna ask his men to die for a stranger. Like the people who fight for the north and you'll see as we go through the books, especially, you know, I know everyone's seen the show and all the North remembers all this kind of stuff. The reason why they have such such fierce loyalty to the Starks is because of men like Ned, who have been ruling that land for thousands of years. It's because they're they're genuine good people. I mean, in in the context in the context of you know feudalism in Westeros, as good as as good as you can be in a in a position like that. Right? Compared to the others, like he has a code of ethics and everything else. And it even right. goes down to like how he is with the men and then how he separates the thing with his daughter. So I mentioned Arya's in this whole long table room where they're having dinner and stuff. And then you see how Sansa, like, they both know they are not vibing with each other since the whole thing happened with the wolf lady. That they sat far enough with each other where they don't have to talk to each other, but not far enough where the dad won't say anything. Like, right. they're not stupid. They know, like, right. yo. That's still dad right there. He'll throw it down. So just seeing the vibe of having like him being the king of his household, but also seeing how he has two young ladies that are complete opposite. And he still was 
soft with them, but he's completely different with the men. Yeah, that's a vibe you yeah. want in an actual um, person leader. Yeah, and it's you know, it, and it's another one of those situations where like you feel so bad for Ned because like you're you're seeing Ned from the POV of one of his children, and yeah. you know Arya is like nine years old, and she can see just how much this hand of the king office is wearing on her dad like you know um but you you mentioned that like people got used to him being late right so you know he walked in and everyone everyone gets up and he's like i'm glad the city you guys have started without me like there's no need to wait for me because i'm always going to be late and like you know aria's noticing that it's another one of those things where like kids pay attention to things a, a lot more closely than us adults would like to admit um, and, you know, she can see the wear and tear that this is having on her dad and it's affecting his mood to the point where, like, even that one little comment that Sansa made about, like, well, you know, all highborn ladies are going to be there. You you won't be missed if you don't want to go to the tournament. And Ned's like, enough of this shit. I, didn't, I had enough of this. All right. I'm I'm not not in the fucking mood today, girls. OK. And he just kind of gets up without even eating and like kind of storms out. Um so again, it's just like it's another one of those things where it's just like, oh, poor Ned. Like he's just he was he's so he was, stressed out, bro. He was so mad to like, yo, they're telling him the the hey, they're honoring this giant. Um, excuse me, to honor you for being the hand of king, and they want to have a ceremony and party. He's like, I'm not having my daughters a part of this whole fiasco. I don't nothing to do with that. Right. And they had to convince him like, well, everyone's gonna be there, and it's honoring you. So you not having your girls there kind of comes off a little shady, and then Arya's like. I don't want to be there either. It's just right. like, just like I, don't, I don't care. I don't want to be there. <laughs> the vibe of having your daughter speak like your thoughts without you saying it, it's so cool, y'all. She's like, bro, I just want to be in my room. I don't like y'all people. Like y'all's, I don't like any of y'all. I just want to go up there the best time. If I can be excused from dinner right now, I would, but y'all won't let me. So that's right. how the whole vibe is. And it's like, dang, Ned, you got one, brother. You, you definitely got one. Yeah, and it's and it's you know uh, back to Arya, you know it's 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 um it's interesting that like you know as soon as her father leaves, like very short after, she storms out as well too. Like she yes. just she has zero respect for Septim Ordain. Poor the poor lady. So all she's trying to do is just do her job. And Ned says it later too. Like she's yeah. just trying to do her job, and Arya is just is she's just insufferable. Like it's it's impossible to try to make aria into whatever you're already grooming sansa to be it's just it's just not gonna happen it's, it's not just not right. gonna happen like they're talking up like she's not having on top of that you'll see her craftiness like she went between the guards legs to get out of the room like she's also mentioned how she loves a door and how the door the best thing about the entire room is the color of the door and this giant cross handle that no one can get in mm-hmm. she just wants to be left alone and then when she yep. gets to her room and like everyone tries to knock on the door and she's like not here go away like answered and you have to go for that like you literally just she's a kid you gotta remember this is from the pov of a child (laughs) but it's just like they tried the aggressive approach aggressive approach and she's not having it she didn't mention how she mentioned she was like she was she was like brand where she can just climb out of here go get the food and then dip off and pill off and how she misses john everybody else it's like she's having these feelings of being around a family but she doesn't know how much she misses it until she's up there around other people yeah, it's and it's it's sad too because it is kind of foreshadowing about her kind of being out there on the run on her own. Yeah. Um when she mentions kind of just running away and you know just running through the woods and scavenging and stuff like that which, you know, ultimately that that's that's kind of that's kind of in her future in her very near future. Uh, yeah. A lot a lot sooner than she Ooh. probably um Dang, bro. 
Why you gotta say that? Can even imagine. I know, I know, I know. It's sad. It's it's super sad. It's super sad. It's super sad. But um, I I also love you know the 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 part in this chapter too where she's you know digging through her 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 um her chest and um you know she pulls out needle. Of course, she smuggled it down here to King's Landing. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) And uh, ultimately, you know, Ned comes um you know knock knocks real softly on the door and that, that's another one of those things too right where it's just like ned knows how to he knows how to treat his 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 children differently like he knows how like what's going to get the response that he wants out of his children like like you said people were like banging on the door mm-hmm. and here ned comes just giving her a small little knock knowing that like hey it's it's daddy just yeah. op- open the door sweetheart right so she opens the door um and what was your reaction to to Ned finding um her sword for the first time? Because I love this interaction between them. It's crazy because Arya didn't even realize she knew that was her dad because she was also like daydreaming about leaving and escaping, and then a soft knock, and then she forgot she had needle in her hand. So yeah. when Pops came in, he was like, "Yo, why do you have this? This is not the lady." Like, like he tried his best to drill on her, like, "You're not supposed to have this. What do you think everyone's gonna think about this?" And then like the realization, like. She's not gonna be a lady. <laughs> it just like oh. don't on him. Like, and then she tried to explain to him, like, "Hey, I know everyone lies. I know you hear everybody here. You lied about your wolf being gone too. Like, it's not just there. But do you even know how to use a sword? Yeah, stick with the pointy end. It just was like the interaction was like, I. It have, was so wholesome. Like, it was I have just... a handful here. That's all I can say. Like, I literally have a yeah. handful. There's nothing I can do. Let me just try a different conversation because it's not gonna be ladylike no matter what. Yeah, and and. There's a lot of interesting tidbits in here because he talks about, you know, her being um, being a lady and her not needing to have a sword and her likening her to his sister, Liana, which yes. we won't we won't derail the pod and get into all the, the foreshadowing and the and the symbolism here. But, you know, he, he mentions mm. pretty explicitly like, you know, you, you have the you have the wolf blood in you, like yeah. what my father called it. Liana had a touch of it. My brother Brandon, more than a touch, mm-hmm. and it led them both to an early grave. So I, so he is trying to teach her a lesson. Like I understand this might be your true nature, yeah. but tread carefully. We're not, we're not at home, baby girl. Mm-hmm. We are not at home. Like there are people who mean us real ill will here. And the thing about it, like she knows that she's not at home, but mm-hmm. the the magnitude of what she does is not really sitting at her yet. Like people here will off you and keep moving. You're still a child, but you don't get that. And Ned's looking and he gets the vibe. He's like, yo, you're going to be trouble. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about this sword. I don't even know someone in my own freaking castle was giving you a sword. First of all, it also shows you how Ned can be so tunnel vision with one thing that he doesn't see everything. It's like a little slip to it that he, some things he misses. But um, I'm excited to see how this is the birth of the Arya that we love and how yeah. it's actually going to start showcasing more. And like the lady stuff is dead. It's, it's dead. They're going to try it once in a while, but it's dead. It's yeah, now yeah. time for the journey of her being the young boy. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. when it comes down to it. Yeah. And it's, it's again, this is like the reason why like I love Arya so much is like, you know, when he's asking her about where'd you get this sword and, you know, in her inner monologue, she's like, 
you know, she just bit her lip and didn't say anything. She did. She wouldn't betray John, not even she to her own snitch. father. And it's just, yeah, Laurie's like, I ain't no snitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't no snitch. And it's just like, that's her character. Like, she just can't help. Like, she's nine years old. Like, that's not something that she was taught. She was just like, nah, John's my brother. I love him. I'm not, I'm not going to betray him. Because I, I, I know that John got this on the down low. Like, and I know I'm not supposed to have it. So yes. I'm not going to get him in trouble by telling you where I got it. I'm just going to take this one on the chin. <laughs> it's even crazier like even think that we just mentioned everything about how Ned's presence and how Ned is, how he knows to talk to each girl and how he's still the authority figure. Even with all that presence in the aura, he's like, I'm not snitching. Like, John's yeah. my guy. Like, I'm not Yeah, she's like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not snitching. No, it's not going to happen, Pop. Sorry. Sorry, it's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> and he recognized that too. He was like, you know what? All right, next conversation. I'm not going to keep pressing it because I know you're not going to tell me. And and you know to 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 Ned's credit again, given the the setting that they're in, this is not something that any Lord Father would do for their daughter. Yes. Is basically sign her up for sword lessons, essentially. Bro, like I, I had flashbacks to the show. That's I'm sorry, I had so I many flashbacks to the show. Yeah. Like you're late. What? And then I got see this, I mean, this picture of the I can't think of the actor's um actor actor's name right now. But like Yeah, but I can picture him. Yes. Yeah. It's just like he was my guy. Like Yeah, serial yes, Pharrell. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the homie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it's funny because like he's described so much differently in the books. Like in the books, he has like a huge nose and a bald head, but in the show he had like curly hair and yes. you know, whatever. Um so like when I'm reading the book, I actually and maybe this is just me because I saw the show first. I'm picturing the guy from the show. Yes. yes. And he like throws at her sword and she drops and he's just like, tomorrow you will catch it. Now pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, must learn how to dance. One hand, pick it. One hand, not two hands. Like, this is start things like that. Like, he's like, no, you hold it to him. No, you need one hand with this sword. Oh, you want your left hand? Good idea. Like, he's just like little small things that's going to make her the beast that she's going to eventually become. Yeah. So and and this is this is really like just the beginning of like Arya's training regimen over the course of the next couple of years of her life. Um mm -hmm. and it's just it's just really interesting to see that like even though like Ned understands what her place needs to be yeah. in Westeros, but he's also going to throw a little bone here. And I think maybe that's a little bit of you know, he talks about how Arya reminds him of Lyanna um, and how she probably would have wielded a sword if his father allowed it. Yeah. And, you know, maybe in the back of Ned's mind, maybe, maybe Ned's like, if maybe if he had allowed her a little bit of freedom to be herself, maybe she wouldn't have. It's always the what if part. Right. It's always a what if, especially when you're talking like, you know, Lyanna and all that, all that. All especially that when he lived through that and then he sees a second coming of it. It's like, mm -hmm. You try to make different decisions because you knew what happened last time, but it also came with also responsibility of like, yo, you gotta be nice to people trying to help you. Like the lady's just trying to teach you; she's trying to do her job. So I'm gonna need you to fall back a little bit. I'm let you have your sword, but in return, calm it down. It's like remember, these are still people that are trying their best. <laughs> right, right. And before we get out of here, too, there, there's a one quote that was recited in the show later on. Um, that Ned explains to her about like, you know, look, you, you can't fight with your sister. I understand that y'all have your differences and, and everything like that. But, you know, he, he told her, he's like, look, you're only nine. You've only known summer. You don't know what winter is like. And let me tell you something in the winter, when, when, the, when the, the cold winds blow, 
Mm-hmm. The lone wolf dies, but the pack survives. We have to share our strengths. So remember that. And I think that is something that is going to come back into play when yeah. winter does eventually, inevitably hit Westeros. And we start to see somewhat of a mini Stark reunion later on down the road. Um, that that they're gonna re- that they're they're gonna they're gonna remember all these teachings that Ned gave them, and you saw a lot of that in the show too, where like Ned's presence was still very much felt long after he was dead and gone. I'm sorry. I, sometimes I like I think back at the show, and while we're reading these books. Um, please like, subscribe. Please join us on this journey. Um, it makes me hate that they killed him, but also I understand it. Yeah, it just makes yeah. me hate it so much. Cause like this man's wisdom, like he is talking about, like yo, I understand this little squabble right here, but the long term game, we still the north, and the winter is coming. I need my pack together. Right. That's just like I can't have, pure, y'all, I can't have y'all bickering down here. That's we need pure to be wisdom. A united front. Yeah. That's pure wisdom of what's going on. Like just man. I need them to like do the show over again, but like have like a what if. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, there's so many, there's so many what ifs cause so many people die. So it's just like, but I mean, to be fair, I mean, I feel like as great of a character as Ned is like mm-hmm. his, his purpose was to like, that was his, that was his purpose was, was to die. So I mean, like the old guard had to die for, for the new, for the new guard to move in. Hear me out. I know it's going off a little chain. For, a little chain. This was a great chat there. I came with the next one. But what if Ned and Arya both, like, imagine, like, if Marvel did, like, a what if of Game of Thrones, and there was this, mm-hmm. like, an episode of them, like, an old, old Ned. I was, like, an olden type figure, and then, like, Arya, like, you blend, patch them together, like, fighting side by side. That would be, like, intense in my head. Like, I would buy that book. Well, the thing, the thing is, though, the thing is, though. I would though, buy you, that. It, thing is though about those what ifs everything would change if ned never dies aria never flees and she never becomes the badass that she is i know it's just like what do you want pick your poison but anyway this is a great chat there i can't wait because we're actually gonna see the journey of her how neil's being embraced how she is going to become strategic and i see how she's going to play nice and smile when she has to but become Mm -hmm. very very dangerous in the shadows yep yeah. It's gonna be cool. yeah, so it's, you know, Arya's, again, one of my favorite characters. I always love a good Arya chapter just because she's just so, she's just so likable. Like, I mean, like, when you read her <laughs> inner monologue, it's just like, yeah, like, I feel exactly the same way you do, girl. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but, um, but yeah, guys, I mean, it's, it's, um, I, we're really enjoying this journey uh, going through chapter, chapter by chapter. Next week, I think we're, it's another Daenerys chapter, which I always love a Daenerys chapter. So we're back in <laughs> oh, yeah, Essos back, next back week. Back in chapters. As long yeah, as I don't, yeah, yeah. I'm like that. I like that. Let's go. <laughs> as I long as we don't stumble upon Catelyn again, right? <sighs> <laughs> Listeners, if you don't know, please go back to the New Black Nurse uh, YouTube page, see the journey we went to, and you'll see my dis distaste for this young lady and uh, <laughs> old lady <laughs> and what she has done <laughs> so far. I'm not a fan. It's only going to get worse, man. It's only going to get worse from here. <laughs> so. <laughs> Buckle up, man. Buckle up. But anyways, guys, I've been Prince. Deron, it's a pleasure as always, man. And uh, we'll catch you guys in Essos next week. All right. Peace and love.